back. We are. It's a whole brand new week. We've got the slate clean and we're ready to fire away with great shows about the South. This is Y'all Talk with a very Southern accent. And I'm your host, John Rawl. Hope you had a a weekend that was at least dry to some degree. Man, most of the South was hammered with lots of rain, some scary weather. We've had a deadly weekend in terms of Mother Nature. We'll tell you about some of those deaths in just a second when we get to our headlines. Other than that, we hope your weekend was good, and we are going to have a full week of great shows coming your way here on the Y'all Show. And in today's show, Hour One, in addition to giving you the headlines, we've got some business news to pass along. We'll do that in the next segment. And then as Hour One wraps up, we're going to do something kind of cool. It'll be our first of what we're going to call the Y'all Show the crs tapes if you're old enough to remember the mid to early 90s early to mid 90s and you ever had cable television you might remember willie nelson was in a little he was in a little battle with the irs and to help raise money for all his debt he came up with these willie nelson the irs tapes <laughs> so we were recently at the crs the country radio seminar in nashville and i have about eight eight or nine i haven't been counting them all up eight or nine interviews that i still haven't squeezed in yet to the y'all show so today we're going to have one of those crs tapes played as we visited with newcomer charles parker in nashville and he is a a singer out of baltimore maryland he's got a new song called party girls and chicken wings we'll play a portion of that and we'll have a great interview with newcomer charles parker later this hour in our crs tapes of the y'all show i think you'll enjoy it and i know you'll like hearing party girls and chicken wings when we get to hour two we'll have a rewind of the sports info we've got dustin johnson news he won down in mexico this past weekend and he won his 20th pga tour event great job by my fellow south carolina professional golfer although i'm his fellow south carolinian i am not his fellow professional golfer but boy what a life if you can be a pga tour guy you have it made if you can be an lpga gal you got it made i think that's that's the life if you can be a professional golfer no matter the sex so we'll tell you about all the sports news from the weekend we've got to look back at college basketball a great honor for john calipari and the kentucky wildcats as they got another win against auburn this weekend we'll look back at nascar too as they raced in atlanta over the weekend all that head on our sports review and then the teller of tales from Takapolo will be dropping by jerry short and i know we're going to talk about all this weather with jerry and we'll see what else has got up his short sleeve when we visit with jerry in hour two all that on today's y'all show with john rawl if you want to reach us our website is y'all.com that's y-a-l-l dot com you can't find too many shorter web addresses than that right there y-a-l-l dot com go there we've got archives of our shows available for free download there you also can get information to contact us we have great merchandise available there for you to check out the y'all brand so so much for you to go to at y'all.com we have a y'all youtube channel now to watch these great interviews when we have charles parker on later this hour you can actually go watch that interview from nashville if you log on to youtube search for y'all show and it'll be right there free download and you'll see what old charles and i had to say 
about his music coming up in a little later or go to youtube and watch it even maybe even better so thank y'all for tuning us in here as we begin the look back at the headlines of what's going on right now and as we said man we had so much rain as rain drenched much of the southeast last week into the weekend and it turned out to be a deadly weekend a woman was killed when a tornado hit columbus mississippi and a man died when he drove into floodwaters in tennessee over the weekend in columbus mississippi mayor robert smith senior said 41 year old ashley glennell pounds of tupelo and her husband were renovating a house saturday evening and when her husband went to get them something to eat the building collapsed in the storm and it killed her and a bunch of other people and i think 12 other people were injured in this what a terrible thing that happened there in columbus mississippi the golden triangle of mississippi with that death there and then in on interstate 40 near the tennessee line with north carolina a rock slide happened and dozens of roads and highways had to be shut down throughout the region in west virginia authorities had to evacuate families in the southern part of the state after low-lying areas flooded from heavy rains and just just a nasty situation i know we got a lot of creeks and rivers that have reached flood stages and just be careful still even if it's a a nice clear day today for you some of these areas are still subsiding and they're just not used to seeing this much much rainfall happen i mean just to give you an idea kentucky announced that it was having to close us 51's bridge over the ohio river over to cairo illinois because of the flooding that was happening right there over this intersection of the ohio river and the mississippi river and that was a, a major problem there. The Tennessee River near Savannah, Tennessee, also was forecast to crest at near record levels. That's the Tennessee River. So all of our major, at least mid-south rivers, but stretching on into, like we said, even West Virginia. I know in East Tennessee, you saw a lot of bad problems with the weather. We had we had a, a mudslide happen in northeast Georgia or northwest Georgia at the end of last week. So a very bad situation from a property damage standpoint but as we said we had deaths in both mississippi and tennessee from these violent storms that came across the southeast the last couple of days hopefully all will be drying out soon and we'll get our our feet back dry and hopefully all will be recovering soon from that a plane crash near houston texas over the weekend and a couple of bodies have been recovered from this commercial flight. It was a Boeing 767 cargo plane, and it crashed into a bay just off of the Texas mainland, I guess is where it was. All of the members of flight 3591 have died. Three members were part of this flight. Crews continue to search at Trinity Bay, which is about 35 miles east of Houston, according to the Chambers County Sheriff Brian Hawthorne. The plane's owner, Atlas Air, issued a statement Sunday confirming the deaths, adding that its primary focus is working to provide the families of those affected with care and support. But they were flying for, I think I saw some kind of Amazon service. Amazon, I guess, has planes that they lease out to airlines for cargo. And that's what this was. It was operating for Amazon when it crashed Saturday afternoon near the small town of Anuhack, Texas east of houston our thoughts and prayers go to those families who have had loved ones killed in this commercial crash 
Well, the owner of the New England's Patriots, uh, Robert Kraft, he was in the news Friday. I don't know if you tuned in, but the 77-year-old in the news for the wrong reason, as he's now facing charges of soliciting a prostitute after he was twice videotaped in a sex act at a shopping center in Jupiter, Florida. That is what's been alleged. We might see some action on this case today. He was not immediately arrested on Friday. Jupiter police said a warrant will be issued and his attorneys will be notified. But yes, the man whose team just won the Super Bowl at the beginning of February now, on the other end of the publicity spectrum, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, and what I'm going to label here, uh, deflate gate, no, and maybe more like inflate gate, <laughs> as he is accused of going into this massage parlor. And this man who's worth $6 billion evidently was paying for sex inside this massage parlor, the Asia Day Spa, the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. I don't want to confuse it with any other similar name, Day Spas. And I, I think I saw where there was a sting and they have other names. I'm thinking more like, did I see 200 names listed as potential people involved in this sex scheme in Jupiter, Florida with a massage parlor? And I must tell you, I have not been to a massage parlor in my whole life. And I guess I also haven't won a Super Bowl, so I won't be having either one, I guess. Police in Tennessee have identified an officer that was killed by a hit-and-run driver. This happened in Chattanooga. A statement from the police there said that 38-year-old Nicholas Gallinger was struck Saturday while on a call with his field training officer, he was outside the patrol vehicle when a passing SUV hit him. Police say they are searching for the driver of a 2017 or 2018 Honda CRV. Now, the sad news about Gallinger dying here is that he'd been on the job a very short time. He graduated from the police academy last month, and he's been killed in this hit-and-run driver situation while checking on a hazard in a roadway in chattanooga tennessee the police chief david roddy says the community lost not just an officer we lost a son a father a friend and a protector looking for that again car a 2017 or 2018 honda crv which struck this officer in chattanooga tennessee over the weekend also in the volunteer state a Tennessee shooter is dead and an officer is now in serious condition in this developing story after a welfare check turns deadly. This happened in Sullivan County, Tennessee. Deputies were dispatched to 3606 Highway 11 West after a check was requested for 44-year-old Jackie Scott Pennegrass. And once the officers got to the residence, he opened fire, getting off at least one shot. And unfortunately, officers returned fire, but Deputy Steve Hinkle was struck during the exchange. He was taken to a hospital where he's now listed in serious condition. Again, this was a developing situation. As the standoff continued, Benegrass barricaded himself in his home. Officers made repeated attempts to communicate with him. After several hours, officers entered the home. They found the suspect dead. The TBI is investigating this ongoing incident there in Sullivan County, Tennessee, And we hope for the best for Deputy Steve Hinkle, who was struck by gunfire on Saturday while performing this welfare check there in Tennessee. Virginia Republicans have invited the lieutenant governors of Virginia's accusers to testify against Justin Fairfax as they announce these plans. They want to hold a public hearing 
where Fairfax and the two women who have recently accused him of sexual assault can testify, a move that will likely inflame a partisan battle over the General Assembly's role in investigating the allegations. Republican Delegate Rob Bell said the House Courts of Circuit Justice Committee will invite Vanessa Tyson, Meredith Watson, and Fairfax to a hearing at an unspecified future date, and it will be given each of the parties a chance to be heard. As of now, Justin Fairfax continues to be the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, despite these claims of sexual assault in his past. And Republicans there in the House of Delegates in Richmond wanting to make sure that they are doing their due diligence and letting the victims who have accused Fairfax their proper analysis of the situation from years past. A deadly shooting in New Orleans as folks are in the Crescent City for Mardi Gras. And on Bourbon Street, the shooting has left at least one dead and two injured. A woman was killed and two others injured after a man being removed from a restaurant along the Bourbon Street corridor took a security guard's gun and started firing early on Sunday. New Orleans Police Chief Sean Ferguson said at a news conference the shooting happened around 3.15 a.m. after this guard was trying to remove a man from Willie's Chicken Shack. The man somehow took the guard's weapon. The man then opened fire, striking the security guard in the neck and a 36-year-old woman who was walking down Bourbon Street at the time. She was taken to the University Medical Center, where she was pronounced dead. And the chief says this will not be accepted. Unfortunately, it's New Orleans, and it's 3.15 in the morning, and you have the terrible situation here. The suspect in the shooting, 37-year-old Lewis Barnes, was arrested in book with one count of second-degree murder and one count of attempted second-degree murder, according to NOLA.com. Good news that he's off the street. But again, a reminder, if you think New Orleans, Louisiana is the kind of town you can just stroll through and not have any problems, you might want to think about that, and you might want to be prepared. In fact, you might want to go somewhere else, to be honest. This, this, is, a, this is a big city. This is a big city with a lot of drinking and a lot of, a lot of bad people there, too. And people come there to have a good time, and unfortunately, an innocent person walking down the street killed by a bozo there at a club that took a security person's gun. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Students at a school in South Carolina were told to pick cotton and sing slave songs on a recent field trip, and now that's got some parents really upset in Rock Hill, South Carolina, just south of Charlotte, North Carolina. A woman who was outraged that her 10-year-old son was told to pick cotton and sang this slave song while his elementary school, Ebenezer Avenue Elementary in Rock Hill, went on this field trip to learn about the Great Depression. And this woman said that uh, she's African-American and my ancestors picked cotton. Why would I want my son to pick cotton and think it's fun? A teacher recorded video from the field trip to Carroll School. That actually is a historically black school that was built as a Rosenwald school, and it's been maintained there in Rock Hill as kind of a museum of, I guess, segregation or, I guess, the way life was. In fact, I saw the video interview of the men who led this cotton-picking incident. They were both black, and they both said these kids need to go out there and see what it was like during the Depression. The kids had to sign a permission slip for the field trip, stated, and it stated that cotton picking was part of it, but said the lesson was on the Great Depression, not slavery. And this school, the Carroll School, was built in 1929 by blacks, and it's a center that helps teach African-American history during the Great Depression. So 
I don't know if the parent didn't know what was going to happen there. The kid thought it was fun. I saw the interview. The kid thought it was pretty cool to go out there and do it. They had kind of a competition who could pick the most cotton. But look, I, I get tired of cotton being exclusively something that only black people did back in the day. I know it was pretty much that way pre-Civil War in the antebellum days. Yes, I don't think too many white people had to pick cotton. But past 1865, I will defend my own family and many of you who may be Caucasian. There were a lot of poor white people that were sharecroppers, and they had to go pick cotton just just like the black folks did. The white folks, black folks together. And if you live in the rural South, you know these stories already. My grandfather, my grandparents were sharecroppers at one time, and my grand my my mother grew up in a sharecropper shack for a while, if not most of her childhood. She really doesn't talk about it much. I mean, I just know that they were poor. And a lot of people grow up poor and grew up poor in the 1930s, 40s, 50s. And so the the reason people don't pick cotton now, it's not a race issue. They don't need to pick cotton. We have machinery that does a much better job. But in the days where you didn't have the cotton pickers like you do now, the way you do it, you took whatever help you could get. And oftentimes it was whites and blacks. It just depends on where you were. And I know I grew up in an area that cotton wasn't king, but collard greens were king and yellow squash was king. And guess what? As a kid, I was out there harvesting that. And I I would say it's probably was even worse than picking cotton because I had to do things in the middle of June and July that I sweated like a, a maniac out there. And when you pick squash, squash literally cuts your arms up if you're not wearing long sleeves. And so you're in the middle of June when it's 100 degrees wearing long sleeve shirts in the middle of a hot field. I did that. Uh, th- that that was my formative years spent doing that. And uh, I didn't make a lot of money at it either, but that that's what I did. Now, I know that had to be easy compared to being a slave picking cotton. I, I make no uh, I make no excuses for that. Look, I know that was a tough deal, but this museum is put on by blacks. It's a black history museum. And their whole point is not to talk about how bad picking cotton was in slavery. It's all about the Great Depression. So I don't know. Interesting story, though. And it's another example of our region and its connection to to, to, to slavery, of course, but also the cotton. Cotton in the slave days, cotton in the post-slavery days, the Reconstruction days. And in many cases in the Southeast, we have cotton going right now. I still haven't seen a human being out there picking cotton, though, in 2019 now there may be one place let me know here hit me up y'all show at y'all.com i'd love to know a farm that does it the old-fashioned way i don't know who they'd have out there picking that cotton it ain't gonna be me sad news from nashville the son of singer ronnie Millsap was found dead on the houseboat at a marina not far from nashville and this was his son todd Millsap. he was 49 years old and this happened at his houseboat at a marina in antioch tennessee and the body was discovered by his own son, who hadn't heard from his father in two days. The death apparently was medically related. No further details available. The sad news for Ronnie Millsap. Uh, I know I remember hearing him talk about his son, Todd, on many occasions. And as Ronnie put out in a statement to the Tennessean newspaper, our son Todd was a force of joy, life, creativity, and giving from the moment he was born. And 
Ronnie's wife, Joyce, was the mother of Todd Millsap. Ronnie now 76 years old, a six-time Grammy winner, best known for his songs, Smoky Mountain Rain, and There's No Getting Over Me. Todd Millsap, son of country music great Ronnie Millsap, dead at the age of 49. Well, the fired Amazon worker uh, in Kentucky is going to do something about it. He was fired, and he had Crohn's disease, and now he's suing Amazon over a lack of bathroom breaks. Nicholas Stover is suing Amazon after being fired from the Amazon Winchester, Kentucky call center, and he was fired for what supervisors told him was time theft. And in the involuntary termination letter he received in 2017, there was no written reason for his dismissal, though he says his supervisor accused him of taking too much personal time due to excessive bathroom breaks. But as I said, this guy has Crohn's disease, and because of that, Stover says he was forced to use the bathroom more often than other employees, causing him to get reprimanded on a consistent basis. In the lawsuit filed February 15th, he's seeking $3 million in damages for lost wages and a significant amplification of the symptoms of Crohn's disease. All this at the call center in Kentucky. We'll find out if he's able to successfully sue Amazon because he had Crohn's disease. So Nicholas Stover, Kentuckian, Crohn's disease. We'll see what happens there. It could be maybe the first case of someone with Crohn's disease fighting hard against a mega mega company like amazon in the town of alabama in madison county that's huntsville where you have not only huntsville but you got madison and an area called monrovia there was a guy that was often seen traveling the roads on foot named edward galladay he was nicknamed can man and sadly he was struck by silverado pickup on friday and was killed while walking on capshaw road in madison county alabama and pronounced dead at the scene and he had been traveling the highways picking up aluminum cans on the side of the road after many years he was struck alabama state troopers said the crash is under investigation but no more information was available at the time and he says he picked up cans to help him occupy his time and it was something nice to do he sold the cans to help pay for bills and other expenses but unfortunately here this man picking up cans killed in the madison alabama area the can man he was 54 years old when he was killed over the weekend and that is a look at what is going around dixie right now when we come back we've got a quick business report to give you and then at the end of this hour we're going to go to the crs tapes and bring on charles parker of maryland and he'll be on to talk about his new cd party girls and chicken wings that's all ahead right here on the y'all show talk with a southern accent Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. I just can't stop scratching. Struggling to get relief from itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824, 1-844-777-ITCH, or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. It's Friday night, baby, get ready, set, go. Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show. Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high. Baby, you're the apple of my eye. Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank. Honey, your love's better than money in the bank. Welcome back. It is y'all. And this is the show where we discuss the South and all that that means. Good, bad, positive business news. Positive music news, positive sports news, negative sports news, negative anything. We kind of take it all in and, and then sift it and let you read the crumbs here on this All Southern Show. And now on the Y'all Show, we have our business spotlight of Dixie. And if you ever have lived in the Mid-South, you're familiar with Memphis Light, Gas, and Electric. And it is a major force in the Bluff City and in West Tennessee. And the Tennessee Valley Authority's biggest customer is studying the possibility of splitting from the TVA and generating its own power or perhaps buying other power from its neighbors. And Memphis Light, Gas, and Electric has been buying all of its electricity from TVA since its creation back in 1939. And now it has commissioned a study to determine if the municipally owned utility could get cheaper power by generating its own electricity or by buying power on the grid. MLGW, which has about 421,000 customers and accounts for nearly 10% of TVA's power load, undertook the analysis after getting an offer last year from developer Franklin Haney to supply Memphis with what Haney projects would be cheaper power from the Belfonte nuclear power plant that Haney's Nuclear Development LLC is trying to buy and finish in Alabama. So perhaps if you're a MLGW customer in Tennessee, you may see 
a change and uh, is that going to mean your power bill is going to go down yeah sure hope so in 2017 mlgw sold a total of 13 308.2 gigawatt hours of electricity at a cost of 991 million dollars or 7.45 cents per kilowatt hour so i don't know if this is who the savings is going to benefit if anyone here in this case but I didn't realize that MLGW in Memphis is TVA's biggest customer with a history of being a TVA entity since way back in 1939. That's, I think, back in the boss crump days in the city of Memphis's history. I think he was mayor of the city at that time. But I know there's been some real changes in the last year or two with a lot of major power companies in the southeast I know one company that's positioning itself to get even bigger is Dominion Energy out of Virginia. They've gone and bought other power plants and nuclear power reactors and such in the southeast. So keep your eye out on your electric bill, or as some of you say, your electric bill, and see if you're not going to be saving money. Lord, I hope you do. We need to keep those power bills down and save our money. Save up for, for other things going on. Speaking of the world of energy... About 100 miles southeast of Atlanta, some 2,000 acres of sawed-over timberland is about to be planted with what may be Georgia's hottest crop, row upon row of solar energy panels. Juice from the nearly 600,000 panels in Twiggs County will flow in every direction, including north, to energize Metro Atlanta cell phone chargers, refrigerators, and anything else that it's needed for electricity. About a decade ago, coal was the king product in Georgia, and solar energy was written off as virtually meaningless in the eyes of Georgia Power, the state's dominant electric company, and by also other utility companies in the Peach State. But a power shift is undeniably underway, and with it comes upsides for metro Atlanta consumers, a cheap source of energy, and none of the carbon footprint that has been blamed for worsening climate change. Georgia Power's nearly updated 20-year energy plan calls for closing five coal-burning units. Additionally, two of the four at its largest coal facility, Plant Bowen in Cartersville, Georgia, could be shuttered in the next few years. So here's one power company, that is Georgia Power, a southern company, looking to get more and more involved with this new form of energy the the whole electric grid the shift away from coal going to more of the solar side of things so i don't know if we're that there yet with solar energy to where it can truly replace coal of course it'd be nice to to go with solar energy but i've been told by people who deal with this kind of stuff that uh, when you have cloudy days you have major problems with it I think rain affects it, from what I understand. But I'm seeing more and more. Of course, a lot of this stuff, including these wind farms, they don't survive unless the federal government gives them a bunch of money to stay afloat. Now, whether that will always be the case remains to be seen, but it could be a hoax. (laughs) It could be a hoax. So just putting that out there in case you're thinking about creating a big old solar farm for yourself. Here's some news from the Lone Star State. Texas has been ranked number one for growth prospects. Forbes ranked Texas as the number one state thanks to strong job, income, and growth state product growth forecast. Texas ranked number one for growth prospects in Forbes' best states for business 2018 based on favorable growth forecasts for job, income, and growth state growth. 
Right on the heels of this announcement, the Bureau of Labor Statistics published a report that solidified this strong ranking, indicating that several Texas metros saw the largest over-the-year employment increases as of October of 2018. According to Bureau of Labor Statistics data, the nation's largest over-the-year employment increases occurred in the Houston Woodlands Sugarland and the Dallas-Fort Worth-Arlington areas. Additionally, the largest over-the-year percentage increases in employment in these large metro areas occurred in Austin, Round Rock, and Houston, Woodlands, Sugarland. Finally, Midland Texans saw the largest over-the-year percentage gains in employment. That info coming from Forbes. Congrats to Texas, ranked number one for growth prospects, according to Forbes. And in Raleigh, North Carolina, look out for this show, Shark Tank, because you're going to see some guys involved in a startup there appearing on an upcoming episode. This will air on the March 3rd episode of Shark Tank. Raleigh, North Carolina-based dog treat startup Zookies Cookies, which sells organic dog treat mixes with flavors such as uh, Cocomut and Peanut Barker. They will be on the March 3rd episode of Shark Tank on ABC the co-founder and chief Paul Duck officer of the company, Justin Miller, said it's been a long, torturous journey of keeping my mouth closed. I guess they have to sign releases saying they won't talk about their appearance, but they will be on an upcoming episode of Shark Tank on ABC. Look out for Zookie's Cookies selling organic dog treat mixes with flavors like coconut and more. Some of those dog treats, man, they look delicious. And I think I think I could even give a shot at some of those. They look so darn good. But I haven't got there yet. I'll, I'll just stick with my... When I get down on my luck and I need me some dog food, I'll just go with the old-fashioned stuff they come in, the big old bags. That, that, that'll work for me. I don't need the fancy stuff here. All right. Well, what you need is a fancy dose, not of dog food, but of great music. And when we come back after the break, we're going to let you know all about a hot new album called Party Girls and Chicken Wings and the singer... Is Charles Parker, and we'll have the CRS Tapes version of our interview with Charles. That is up next. You don't want to miss it as we wrap up Hour 1 of today's Y'all Show. Stay with us. And caller number 9 for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, sh- Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. 
Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at Vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. Runs away from the place I used to be. Time to Welcome back. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. We track down Charles Parker, and he is a bomber from Baltimore, Maryland, here on the Y'all Show in his single Party Girls and Chicken Wings. That is, is that the Interesting, album? Interesting, isn't it? That's the album. That's okay. the album, the single. Well, that, even better. Yes. Why, why have a single when you can have an album by that title? <laughs> Charles, welcome to the Y'all Show. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, we're going to talk music, but we're going to talk about a bunch of other things. But here's the artwork. Party girls and chicken wings. Now, I see the party girls. I don't see the chicken wings. Well, you know, we, we wanted to have something, you know, it shows the party girls. We wanted to say there were other, other things, other songs. So, you know, we couldn't uh, okay. really figure out what to say. Here's your listing yeah. of songs in case yes. people want to know. The closest thing to heaven, track one. Number two, a place that we call yesterday. That sounds kind of deep. Is it? It's a little deep. All yes. right. Number three is called Stop. Four, Say Goodbye. Five, Bring Back the Sun. Six, I've Just Seen an Angel. And number seven, Party Girls. And this is out right now, Charles it's Parker. Out. Congratulations on this. You're an independent Thanks. artist, and your song, Party Girls, you helped co-write, and it was released to radio in April of last year, and it hit number 73 on the Music Road Country Breakout Chart. Yes. Kudos to you. Yeah. Now, what are we going to hear? When we're going to play this as we go to break. What what kind of song is this? I, I, I could imagine what it is, but I'll let you do the... Well, Party Girls, yeah, that's... You know, so upbeat dance, something the girls would would like. Are party uh, girls the kind of girl you want to settle down with? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You You're know, not, yeah, could be okay. As I haven't, I haven't necessarily saddled up with a party girl in my life. And guess what? I'm batting over two on marriages. So maybe I should be looking for a party girl next time around. But this sounds like a great idea. You you helped, as I said, co-write that song. And did you write it? Wrote, yeah, I wrote okay. it by myself. I'm sorry. You yes. go, okay. Um, party girls. And are you living in Nashville? No, I'm still in Baltimore. Okay. All right. Now, how are the chicken wing climbing? How is that in Baltimore? Because I know it's known for other things besides chicken wings. Crabs. There's a lot, of crab, a, lot of, a lot of crabs up in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all, had, if y'all outlawed chicken wings up there or not. 
No, no, they, we have chicken. We don't have the chicken that they have in Nashville. But, oh, you really? Know, we have. Well, yeah, I lived here a long time, and I had never heard of Nashville hot chicken until just a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, me either. I haven't heard. I heard it yesterday. In fact, I never even thought of putting Tabasco on the chicken until I was living in Birmingham 10 years ago, and I tried it, and I was like, that's pretty good. But I still like chicken wing minus the hot stuff. Exactly. I like your jacket. He looks like he's ready to take flight. He's got kind of a World War II yeah. bomber jacket on there. Now, do you have to have a heavy jacket in Baltimore? Um, we left. It was cold. It was snowing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah it was now, cold. We include Baltimore in the Commonwealth. Is Maryland Commonwealth? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think, I think it is, too. We include Maryland in our mix of southern states. We have 16 states here on the Y'all Show that we cover, and Baltimore is one of those 16, and, and Maryland. And I get abuse sometimes about that. Oh, that's not the South. That's not uh, the South. That's not the North. Oh, there sort you go. in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, historically, Maryland was a Southern state. They literally had Civil War during the Civil War in Maryland. They had riots in Baltimore because Maryland wanted to be a Confederate state. And Abe Lincoln wouldn't have that. In fact, he put cannons there at Fort, Fort McHenry, McHenry yeah. and said, if y'all secede, I'm going to shell your city. So they didn't <clears> secede. It's below the Mason-Dixon line. A lot of people don't realize yeah. that. And if you go outside of Baltimore to the eastern shore of Maryland or even to the Cumberland area or the mountainous area, western, yeah, western Maryland, Maryland, it's very rural, very country, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I know the city around Baltimore may be a little different than the rest of the state or Commonwealth, but we, we try to defend Maryland here on the Y'all Show. We may, y'all may not win the award for the most southern state, but... But you're an honorary southern. We're close. State. We're close. We're, yeah, you're, you're, we're you're the, not the north. We're, we're the furthest north. You're no man's state. land. Yes. of the north and south. Now, how much writing do you do? As you did write Party Girls, how much? Um, you I wrote all. I wrote all the songs. Yeah. All by yourself. All by myself. Look at you. He's yeah. a machine. Yeah. Just keep See, coming out. Maryland crab cakes, football, and, and Charles Parker writing great songs. That's right. They should have put that in that movie. Um, so. <laughs> What's your normal routine for writing a song? Does it just come to you, or do you sit down? And- a lot of times, you know, you kind of come up with an idea, then you grab a guitar, sit down, and kind of sing and, and strum. Now, you know, now with the cell phones, you have a voice recorder. So, you know, the old days, you'd have to find the tape recorder, and, you know, then by the time you did that, you'd forget the song. But now you grab your cell phone, you hit the voice recorder, and you start singing into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just kind of comes. It just kind of comes to you, and... and you work on it and you might put it down for a while and come back and, and try again and come up with some other ideas but uh you know it, it works out pretty good i don't know where it comes from but it, it does you'll and, take it yes. now you, you have some inspirations out there the memphis kid elvis was an inspiration of yours arkansas native johnny cash and then even to the country music hit makers of the 90s alan jackson and vince gill are among your heroes yeah well, I came up on a you know on the rock side of things, so I played a lot of rock music. But you know there was always that country influence in the house. My parents, you know, had had all that, and uh, was inspired by that. And it seems the songs that I'm writing are more towards the country side yeah. of things than rock. So it kind of worked out for me. Now, tell me about your touring schedule and or band. Do you have an active schedule? I have I have several bands I play with. I have really? a bunch of tribute bands that I play in, and and the original band, and uh, do a lot of shows. I play a lot of shows throughout the year. Um, doing doing my own music is is new. It's the newest of them all. So I'm trying to get out to play some of the markets where radio is playing the song. Well, I know 
a lot of people are pulling for you. You've got a new single that's going to be hitting radio pretty soon called Say Goodbye. Yeah, it's out now. It's out to radio. Okay. And it's, uh, it's moving up the uh, Music Row chart. So we're doing okay with that. What was the inspiration behind that? Oh, that's just sort of like a you know love song, relationship song. Um, sort of when it's over, it's over. And uh, how's your relationship status? Oh, I I don't have one. So okay, so I'm, you I'm, said I'm goodbye good. a few yeah, times. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, so that's good. <laughs> I already poured out my emotion here, saying that I was not doing too good on that front uh, with the party girl scene. A lot of good stuff here, and and tell fans about your website. Charles Parker Music, what all will they find? CharlesParkerMusic.com. You can find the videos. You can find links to all these songs, to the Spotify, to all the social media, iTunes. It's uh, it's all there in one click. Makes it easy. Yes. Isn't doing country music got to be a lot more fun than rock and roll? You know, it, it, <laughs> Come on the now. thing is... Country music is like the new rock and roll. It's, oh, we don't want to hear like, that. Uh, you know, it's a maybe it's, different thing, but it's it is. But it's like it's. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that it is the mainstream now. Yeah. Like back, it used to be more, more, you know, the rock, and and now country. You know, everybody's doing country. We're even in Baltimore. It's country is huge. Which, Older country, which you wouldn't right? think. Which you wouldn't think that. I would mean, be, I've been I've but, been talking to people in the college towns in the south, and they say the two acts that make the most money when they come in here are rap artists and country, traditional country cover bands yeah. and stuff like that. Is that? The yeah, same I think in, so. I think you know, not so much rap up there, but I think that the the country it's it's kind of taken over. Yeah. Well, we love our Maryland country music. We love Charles Parker music. Again, go to his website right there, CharlesParkerMusic.com. Party girls and chicken wings, and it'll be one great, delicious snack awaiting if you can get that and put it in your CD player or download it. I guess check out the video; it's even better. How do folks get that at your website? That's on the website. Yeah, can they get it through YouTube? Too? It's on YouTube, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the YouTube links right on the website. Everything simple. Go to go to the website, click. It's there. All right. Uh, did you have a hand in making the video? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. in the video? Yes. This I'm is, this is uh, this, No, no, no. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> you were in the video. Oh, I wish I was. This been. is you. Yeah. This is a picture from the video. I like that. He's got... He looks like he's the party guy. These are party girls. He's the party guy. We need fun music. Yeah. I, it looks like... And it's exactly. fun. And, and, and the song, you know, I wrote the song, you know, spitefully for that reason. Like, you know, all my other songs are real serious. And, yeah. and you know, I needed a song that was... That was just fun, and that was the one. Charles Parker, we wish you all the success. Good luck in Baltimore, Maryland. And to all our Maryland viewers and listeners, thank you all in Balmer and surrounding areas on the eastern shore and throughout the Commonwealth. The Y'all Show with John Rolfe will return after this break. Hardy girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Hardy girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Hardy girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Hardy girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that, shaking that thing. Early in the morning till the time I go to bed. I have visions of these party girls, they're dancing in my head. I keep tossing, I keep turning. Weekend comes. Come on, everybody, everywhere, we're gonna have some fun. Party girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Party girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Party girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that thing. Party girls keep shaking that thing, keep shaking that, shaking that thing. 
From the great state of Alabama to the hills of Tennessee, way down south in Texas, from sea to shine. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, gosh. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video streams at up to 480p+. Music at up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming at up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. It's the second hour of today's Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Good to have you back with us here for Hour 2. We've got Jerry Short, the teller of tales via Takapola. He's coming our way, and I bet you we're going to talk about all the rain that we had across the southeast the last couple of days. Hopefully most of you got a little sunshine today. And if you don't, it's coming real soon. Boy, we've had our share of, of really wet weather. Not necessarily the scariest of weather. We do have a fatality, at least, that I can tell you about in our headlines coming in just a second. 
well we told you about that in hour one but we just had man we just need to get over this rain and jerry will talk about that and much much more when we get to his segment coming up in the next segment on the y'all show our number is 803-816-1170 you can text that number anytime you feel like it with questions comments suggestions hey you can give us your latest weather report 803-816-1170 we start this hour with a look at the sports weekend and luckily in mexico it was a beautiful beautiful weekend and they had plenty of opportunity in mexico city to play some golf as the sixth world golf championship was held and dustin johnson from dutch fork high school in irmo south carolina and coastal carolina university in conway south carolina johnson won that with a five under 66 for a five-shot victory over rory mcelroy in the world golf championship mexico championship johnson won for the 20th time on the pga tour making him a lifetime member at age 34 a great job there for dustin johnson i didn't realize if you won 20 times on tour you become a lifetime member and you don't have to worry about i guess getting your qualification with each each tournament that's news to me and i like golf but i didn't realize that but dustin johnson dj big win for him and the golfers this is a uh, not a major this world golf championship but it is the first world golf championship of the year and johnson wins that with a i I would say a commanding win over people like rory mcelroy and others now up next for the golf tour it is the honda classic and that will be taking place next weekend justin thomas is the defending champ of that particular golf tournament but good job there dustin johnson went in that there was also the puerto rico open held this past weekend but dustin johnson wins the the big one the one that had the more money on the line in mexico city congrats a lot to dj now to the world of the nfl slash college slash major league baseball well that only means one guy these days kyler murray and Kyler Murray announced Saturday that telling the Oakland A's that he's committed to playing in the NFL was tough. The former Oklahoma quarterback said that while it was obviously hard to tell the A's he wouldn't be playing baseball, he remains committed to pursuing the NFL. And it, this decision doesn't mean Murray, who was drafted ninth overall by the A's last summer, is about to change his mind as Oakland retains his baseball rights. Maybe perhaps we'll see him on the diamond sooner than later. But for right now, Kyler Murray is certainly eyeing the NFL and I guess the team with the number one pick this year. Would that be, uh, it won't be the Browns because they ended up winning some games Maybe the Lions. I can't remember who had the worst season. Maybe the Giants did. (laughs) There were some bad teams there. And we'll see what happens with Kyler Murray as he gets ready to make a little money playing football. John Calipari, the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, has moved into second on Kentucky's all-time wins list as a head coach. And that's just behind the legendary Adolph Rupp as his Wildcats defeated Auburn over the weekend. And that puts him in a, in, in a great position there uh, moving into second for uk's all-time wins with the win he surpassed former kentucky coach joe b hall and now trails adolph rupp calipari is 298 and 68 in 10 seasons with uk hall combined a 297 and 100 record in 13 seasons leading kentucky to a national championship 
in 1978 and still got a ways to go to catch up with Adolph Rupp. But congrats to John Calipari as the Cats with that win over Auburn and now getting a chance to get more wins for John Calipari, Coach Cal. Hey, who knows? He, he just might surpass Adolph Rupp with the wins in Lexington, Kentucky one of these days. Top 25 results from college basketball over the weekend. Duke had a tough contest at Syracuse, but in the end, the Blue Devils prevailed 75-65. to It was Virginia, ranked number three in the country. They went on the road and won at Louisville, 64-52. As we said, the Cats defeated Auburn, 80-53. to LSU, man, they squeaked by Tennessee in an overtime thriller. LSU wins over number five, Tennessee, 82-80. to North Carolina won at home against Florida State in a top-20 matchup. The number eight Heels won 77-59 on Saturday. The wins of the Houston Cougars continue as UH defeated South Florida 71-59 over the weekend. Texas Tech, they had a big top-15 win. The Red Raiders won over Kansas 91-62 in Lubbock. TCU, they pulled off an upset as they defeated number 19 Iowa State in Fort Worth 75-72. Number 20 Virginia Tech got a win in South Bend 67-59 over Notre Dame. And Kansas State with an 85-46 thumping of Oklahoma State. And Maryland got a 72-62 win over Ohio State. The Terps are ranked 24th in the country. And that's a quick look at your top 25 scores from Saturday in college basketball now maybe the biggest story in basketball over the weekend wasn't what happened on the court it was what happened prior to the start of the mississippi versus georgia basketball game from oxford mississippi on saturday afternoon that's when eight old miss basketball players knelt during the national anthem and this follows the hiring of their head coach kermit davis last march or something like that when he was brought in to be the coach he said his players would not kneel during the national anthem well guess what eight of them did kneel prior to that game against georgia at the pavilion the reason for the players kneeling was there was a rally about oh 400 yards away from the pavilion where they have a confederate monument that's been on campus for more than 100 years and some pro-Confederacy folks were there to rally in support of that monument following several anti-monument protests here the last couple of days and really for a couple months. And these players felt that they needed to kneel to protest those groups being on the campus in Oxford. Now, I have a lot to say about this. First of all, those groups that came to protest for keeping the monument, they have every right to be there. They came there with a permit. The University of Mississippi Police gave them one hour to protest, and they're the ones that told them to come at the time that game was going on. So for these players to act like it was insulting that they were there, they need to learn something called the Constitution and First Amendment. Now, yeah, they had a right to, to kneel, but they have the right to suffer the consequences. What I don't like, my biggest anger is toward the coach and the athletic director at the University of Mississippi. They say that they didn't know about it, and they're not going to do anything about it. And I think it just brings a real bad it really it fuels the fire of what these original protesters wanted anyway which was attention if this had not happened and this this protest of kneeling had not happened 
you wouldn't even have known about this protest for the confederate monument and symbolism at Ole Miss even happening this weekend it was lightly attended it was light, lightly counter-protested but now that these players made a selfish decision to do this on national television we're talking about it here it was talked about on other news outlets across the nation over the weekend and again it goes back to these guys had the right to do that i'm for the confederate monument at Ole miss i helped personally preserve it back in 2005 i helped raise a hundred thousand dollars for that monument and the one on the oxford square and i'm quite proud of that in fact the university the state of mississippi and the county there all chipped in to help raise that hundred thousand dollars as it was the 100th anniversary of those monuments being placed and i helped restore that i'm proud of that and those monuments should be right where they are in fact the state law of mississippi says they should be right there so if you have a problem with that change the state law otherwise celebrate the reason they're there which is the sacrifice of the soldiers in 1861 through 1865 many of which were from that university who died on battlefields like gettysburg and that's the only reason they're there and to take this political correct mantra here in this century is just an insult to that to that memory but again this was the biggest story of college basketball here i am reading about it in the headlines but this is coming right from espn and i saw it on cbs news over the weekend as well eight mississippi land shark players kneeling during the anthem in response to the confederate rally there on the campus of the university of mississippi all right now We had a little football over the weekend. Week three of the Alliance of American Football was held, and we have some scores from some of the action. The Salt Lake Stallions defeated the Arizona Hotshots 23-15 on Saturday. On Saturday night, Orlando defeated Memphis. Orlando improves to 3-0. Steve Spurrier, congrats there. While the Memphis Express dropped to 0-3. On Sunday, Atlanta, they held their opener for the Legends in downtown Atlanta, and the Birmingham Iron traveled east on Interstate 20 and came to the ATL and defeated the Legends 28-12. to And that's a recap of some of the games in the Alliance from the weekend. In the world of NASCAR, Brad Kozlowski raced at Atlanta and technically Hampton, Georgia, over the weekend. And despite being sick throughout the week, Kozlowski wins the Folds of Honor, Quick Trip 500 from Hampton, Georgia, and his first win of the season. So that's your NASCAR update from the world of Ryson. All right. Well, that will wrap up our Sports Rewind from the weekend here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, we've got Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takaboa. He's coming your way next. You don't want to miss it. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. I just can't stop scratching. Struggling to get relief from itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824, 1-844-777-ITCH, or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. And welcome. We are back on the Y'all Show. It's the 25th day of February, and we're talking all things Southern on this all-Southern program. And I'm joined now on the program by the Teller of Tales from Takapola, Jerry W. Short. Hello, Jerry. Uh, Hopefully you're dried out by now. If it hadn't been for today, I'd probably still be wet. (laughs) How about the Southeast getting a deluge the last couple of days? From Arkansas to the Carolinas and from, I guess you could almost say Florida up to Kentucky for sure, we just saw tons and tons of rain. It just would not let up. Well, it hadn't been the most rain I've ever seen, but it's been as constant as I've ever seen. Yeah. It just would not quit. It's every day you were going to get some kind of rain. If you didn't in a day, you were going to get it at night. Yeah. And to and me, it didn't I, seem like it was always a lot of rain pouring. It wasn't like a no. hurricane, tropical force type storm, but it was just a, a large quantity, and it just was front after front after front across most of the south. And then the ground is already saturated from previous smaller rains. You know, it, it seemed like we'd had more rain in January than normal. It hadn't been cold enough for it to be ice or snow. So we had, you know, we had a good bit of rain because I was real concerned about my ponds on my place and uh, almost lost one or two. It uh, had a silted in Murchie Spillway that uh, was silted in uh, as high as the center of the levee. And, and that thing was 25 feet deep, that pond. And it was running over the backside. So I spent the day out uh, on my ponds at five of them and 
two of them it ran over two of them so, so what I, I, I'm, I, no, I I'm no structural engineer jerry but when a dam burst is that because the water gets over it well usually what will happen yeah you're right but it'll it'll start getting over it if it's not constructed properly and uh it it'll start eating out the backside like a waterfall and it'll eat itself on through it and uh so what it does in essence it eats a hole and then when that hole eats then that pressure from all the water up in the lake shoves around the side walls where it's eated out and then it'll just keep getting wider and it'll go hmm. you know finally it'll just got to turn loose there's nothing left and the water set the levee could be saturated from a lot of rain too and and uh it might not have the proper soil texture that you built your reservoir with mm-hmm. in your lake so that's reading really, you know that's reading all the government on the core lakes that's their main reason they put rocks and i know a few of these big uh core lakes that uh resulted from the 20 floods of uh the didn't save the delta because they didn't have reservoirs and they built reservoirs and they've got spots in them today that they have to fix every got a friend who works for the corps of engineers and he told me that they have to come back and they have to fix spots in them because the soil that was put in was not textured properly and they didn't have a way i guess of testing and it's got some sand in it and it'll bleed through in about five years and they go back and they have to do it, and I see them doing it on Grenada Sardis Enid Reservoirs hmm. on well, the backside, obviously. Well, I grew up with a friend of mine, and his dad, he and his dad, owned a very successful pond-building business, and I didn't realize how you really know need to know what you're doing when you're building a pond. You just can't go out there and dig dirt and expect the dam to withhold? No, you've got to core it in the bottom. And, uh, I, you know, I can run, I can run equipment and I built a couple of mine myself by renting, renting dozer and dirt pan and did them myself because they're pretty big lakes. But if you don't core it out with a dozer, say maybe go down as deep as you can and then put good soil and pack it below the bottom of the pond, uh, water even to keep it from seeping underneath and eating it out at the bottom. And then go on up and pack it as you go on up. Don't just put loose dirt in it. You know, just don't put seal in it. You need to pack it. And if you don't, when you have a situation like we're coming out of now, uh, if it starts tearing away and running over, you know, if you hadn't packed that levee pretty good, it's going to set. And, you know, mine are about 20 years old, I guess. But uh, if, if it'll set and it'll hold, but it's not going to hold as good if you don't build it properly. And whoever your friend was, and if that's what they did for a living, I'm sure they knew how to do it. No matter where they were, they had to they had to core that thing and dig it deep and build it up and and the corners and you know there's a lot of little things that you don't think about. And I'm guilty of one of them on one of my lakes. I had trees, willow trees that grew up in one corner. And I let them grow up and the root system will go back under the levee. And I didn't want those trees on that levee. And I cut those trees down, even though they're, they're up higher, you know, they're not low because they had water low. But when you cut those trees, the doggone uh, root system will 
die and decay. And when the water level comes up, it'll go, the water will leak through that root system area and bust through your uh, top of your lip if it's up like that. So you'll have trouble getting your levee on up. You'll have to dig it out again and, and put some fresh uh, dirt in and pack yeah. and rock possibly. So well, yeah, there's a lot involved. Lots, I, a lot of details. I want to ask you about this in terms of building pond dams. Hey, what what an incredible subject here on today's y'all show. <laughs> See, really? we, no. when we got Jerry Short on, we talk about everything. But from what I remember about my friend and his dad, they they were very good at what they did. But frankly, Jerry they didn't get a lot of business because i guess to do a pond right it cost a lot of money and a guy a lot of people don't want to build a pond dam the right way and they'll go the cheap route which ends up not always serving them right well it does it, you've got to do it right and i was fortunate enough uh find land and timber and then i had a friend that got in the earth moving and he had dirt pans and big uh big ford tractors and he could move a lot of yards of dirt, but you better go ahead. Once you get that bottom dug out and once you get it laid out and once you start up with it, go ahead and get your dirt off of the inside of it where the water is going to be and keep uh, going deeper and deeper. And you've got solid ground all down there and you don't have to go as high with your levee. If you dig out in front of it, I've got one that's uh, about 35, 40 foot deep. And, uh, but I'd say 20 foot of that is where I dug down where the water is today. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and of course it depends on where you are and it's just not a lot of places to build a really good pond. You may have rocks in the way, you may have this and that in the way, you know, you may have a stream. It's just, uh, maybe too much to dam up and build a lake around unless you spend a heck of a lot of money. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it also that I found out by, you know, the ones I've done on my, on my land. Well, I want to go ahead and apologize in advance here on the y'all show because my father always, when we talk about the structure, we've been discussing the last few minutes with you, Jerry, whenever you would say that word, that D word. Yeah, he would always he always says, watch your language. It's a it's a land surface or whatever kind of scientific name. <laughs> okay. It's a reservoir. <laughs> yeah, a reservoir holder instead yeah. of a D.A.M. But yeah. he was just being a wise guy. Well, he's a little bit he's a little bit more uh, upscale than I am. I'm just trying to get by. With, yeah, but we like to man. talk about dams here on the y'all show. And last, I think it was last week we were talking about jackasses. So we go from talking about jackasses yeah, to jackasses dams. To dams. So whatever is, whatever the current uh, conversation is, just just stretch your own out to you a little bit. Well, Jerry, of course, a lot of people with the rain that we did experience the last couple of days, they harken back to the old days when we maybe if you know anything about our southern history, my goodness, the Mississippi River Great Flood of 1927, I think it was. Yeah, and then other rivers are out throughout the Southland with a history of flooding. Have we kind of figured the Mississippi, other than Louisiana, where we know the river ultimately wants to go somewhere else, have we kind of figured out all the other tributaries of the Mississippi River and big rivers like that in the Southland from a flooding standpoint? We have figured out every ounce of water that's going to come down that Mississippi River. Okay. There's a... uh, 
there's a mock-up of the Mississippi River Basin, which goes all the way up into Ohio and up to Missouri also, and it's in Vicksburg. And if they get a rain above Cincinnati, or if they get a rain somewhere maybe even over, of course, you know the Continental Divide, all the water comes this way. Mm-hmm. And if it comes down to Missouri or if whatever it comes, they know immediately what to, uh, in a week or two weeks. Uh, and I've got a friend that's an engineer, it's a Corps of Engineers at Vicksburg, and that's where that is. And he could tell you exactly what the gauge would be. And he could tell you exactly what the gauge would be on the reservoirs that the Corps of Engineers built because they had everything factored in from Yachtney River to Town Creek from Tacopola running into the Yachtney River to whatever other contributory ran into that. And if they got a rain, if they got a, a quarter of an inch of rain on 80 acres on the backside of Town Creek, they could tell you what would hit the levee at Enid. Uh, well, Lake. well, like in December, I was in Salada, Colorado, and I believe those are the headwaters there of the Arkansas River. Arkansas heads up and, yeah, it does. It comes off of the mountains and up above like Leadville and comes down that way and comes through Salada and Canyon City and and on through uh, Dodge City. Oh, well, that's, and, that Dodge City's on the Arkansas? Yeah, the, yeah. Just to the south of it. Okay, I didn't know And that. they can, of course, you know, they call it Arkansas there. And uh, it, uh, as it goes into Arkansas, and it goes on down through, uh, oh gosh, all the way down in that area, down north, north Oklahoma, where it clips in through there. And then it could go on down and hit into Arkansas and to Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And of course, in Little Rock, they call it the Arkansas there. Yeah. But oh well, Kansas it's our Kansas, our Kansas or whatever. So uh, yeah, if it rains in uh, if it rains in Wichita, they can tell you what it's going to do to the Mississippi River in Laplace, Louisiana. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, all this with the Mississippi, of course, being the largest river in the country and most powerful river, that is a big thing to many of our southern states. And when we talked about that 1926-27 flood, the epic flood of, of that era, they didn't have levees built prior to that, right? No, and, and uh, you know, that really touches home with me because on my mother's side, my granddaddy, uh, his daddy, when he was a young man and when that flood hit, they had a big cotton farm on the Yakany River, which forms the Enid Reservoir which is one of the four so-called Great Lakes of Mississippi, <laughs> you know, Enid, Arca, Butler, Sardis, and Grenada. But uh, we could be fishing, and my granddaddy would tell me I might be 10, 12, 11 years old. We'd be in a boat fishing, and he'd say, well, I used to pick cotton right where this hook's going in the water right now. I said, what? Yeah, this was the granddaddy's uh, place that the government took by adverse possession. They took his land some of the richest land in the world along those rivers. And uh, he moved to Oklahoma, Snyder, Oklahoma, said he would give him, I think they gave him adverse possession, they give him the going rate of $5 an acre and took his uh, land and he moved to Oklahoma and never came. And I visited him, he died in 64. He uh, went out there and 
swap land two for one, but he got rocks out there and didn't have to worry about who went out there. Looked like the Lone Ranger coming through on uh, silver rearing up on the land he got for uh, 50 cents an acre, I guess, because he was getting two acres for one, but he did his sight unseen. So he didn't really have anything, but his, his property was really good land. And of course, that happened to everybody that had land along those bottoms. In Grenada's the Yellow Bushy River, they did it there. And Sardis is a Tallahatchie, and they did it there. And uh, Archibald's a Coldwater, they did it there. And, you know, it's worked. You know, we, we've had floods, if we're talking rain and stuff. 85, I believe, was a huge one. And uh, it even the Barnett Reservoir, which is a state-owned reservoir in Jackson, uh, it got out and water backed all the way where I was coming back from New Orleans. It was an Easter flood. And uh, we couldn't get a, a 55 around Jackson, Mississippi. We diverted uh, Interstate 20 down to uh, Pelahatchie and tried to cut across to come out at another town called Canton. And we made it just before. I was probably six inches in water. I made it just before they closed that one down for good. And some of these roads around here were closed a long time, and water was running over the emergency spillways at all four of these lakes during that period. And they was, you know, if you could drive through some of these roads, you know, I've I worked at a, I, I was doing something for international paper, and every day I had to go <clears throat> north of Grenada, and it was an area that was across the major highway there I was selling, and the highway department had to put uh, reflectors on each side of the asphalt and they would let you come through one car at a time and it got up to where I needed almost a, a pickup with 20 inch tires to get through it and then they shut it down because the wakes were causing problems and it joined the railroad track at that time also so anyway we've had we've had our share of rains and we've had our share of floods but this one this one was really unique I, I noticed one town, Bruce, Mississippi, they had to evacuate. And uh, I saw some footage of it today. It was on Facebook that uh, the sheriff's department flew over town of Bruce. Mm -hmm. And uh, water was all the way out over Weyerhaeuser Sawmill. Weyerhaeuser Company's big sawmill south of Bruce on uh, Highway 15. And it went all the way. And that is low land. That's where the Schooner River runs in, which feeds Grenada Reservoir, hitting Yellow Bushy River, too. And the Yellow Bushy River is on uh, past it, but that comes through the Schooner there. So anyway, it was water, water, water everywhere, and we got it, and I had a leak in my house, and I just had a roof put on. And the guy was one sheet shy. He was 32-inch wide sheet of metal, put a metal roof on it. And uh, he said, I'll come back in two weeks and all this rain here. And I never had a leak in that bedroom. Had to put buckets like the good old days out to catch water dripping. So, yeah, you know, all this rain and talking about those good old days of the floods. And, you know, there was one university that uh, I don't really talk about a lot any, anymore, but it was uh, University of Mississippi. They uh, Their nickname was the Floods. Mm-hmm. And that was named after the 26 flood because, you know, I assume, and we all know what assuming to do to you, but 
I assume or I think, you know, like to Miami hurricanes. Hurricane is an awful thing and wipe out Miami and all. Well, flood was an awful thing and wiped out uh, the river basins. So uh, this University of Mississippi had a mascot. I don't know what kind of mascot they would have. I guess a cypress tree underwater or something. <laughs> but uh, they had uh, they were called the floods from 26 until they become I think they become the rebels maybe yeah yeah and that would have been like in 37 maybe yeah 37 then they became the black bears and now they're the land sharks so they just can't get settled no they can't they they had some other stuff that we told folks about that happened on that campus this past weekend jerry we are not done with you when we come back here on the y'all show we'll continue to talk with the teller of tales from takapola way We're going to talk to you about North Korea as President Trump heads for a summit with the leader of North Korea in Vietnam this week. We'll have your thoughts on that when the Y'all Show comes right back. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, gosh. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH. Or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at Vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details.
are back. It's y'all. It's our final segment on this Monday edition of the show that talks about the southeast of the United States. I'm John Rawl. Our number is 803-816-1170. Joined by Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola Way. And this is our final segment with Jerry today and for the week. And this is Short Stories with Jerry Short. Jerry, this week, President Donald Trump gets on a plane and heads to Vietnam where he'll have a summit with Chairman Kim of North Korea. These two have already met once in Singapore, now getting back together again. And we're hoping for the best in this summit. But what are your thoughts about the rendezvous once again of Kim and Donald Trump? Well, you know, here I'm, I'll, I'll age myself again, but my first memories and first thoughts of knowing anything about the Korean War was my daddy after World War II his best friend and army buddy from World War II. Uh, he came by our house and he was joining up to go fight in Korea. And he was from Hamburg, Arkansas. I remember that. Do you know if, but, if he and your dad had seen each other after World War II at another occasion? Yeah, because we went by visiting one time and, uh, we were, we were going to, uh, Oklahoma where my other great granddaddy had moved. And, uh, but, uh, we stopped by Hamburg and that would have, I don't hardly remember it. Just kind of remember them talking about it. So I, I, you know, as far as knowing the guy, I didn't really know him, but I, when he came through Takapola, he came by to tell my daddy he was going to Fort Gordon, Georgia, I believe. And, uh, so in about a year, six months, seven months, a year later, my daddy found out that he was uh, killed in killed in North Korea, mm. and uh, we did go to Hamburg. I remember riding over to Hamburg because my dad was pretty close with him, and and, and he knew his wife too. And uh, as a matter of fact, the guy was actually married in World War Two. And why? You know, he just said he told my daddy something like. You know, war's all I know. And uh, that's the reason I'm going back. And Daddy was, I think Daddy tried to talk him out of it. It just seemed, as I remember, that's a long ways to remember back. 51, <laughs> would that be 51? Yeah, or 50, 50, 50, late 50 was yeah. when Americans really yeah. got into the thick, thick of things. Yeah, and it, 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 my Daddy wouldn't have went for anything. And he'd been, they'd been through Hades in World War II. They'd, It'd been in all the big battles in Germany and through there in France. So why he wanted to go? But he said that was why he liked it, and but it got his, it cost him his life. Do you know his name? Oh uh, no, I really don't. And it would be good if I did. Cause, Do you uh, know if he had any children? No, I don't know anything except what I remember when he come back and we went over there. And I don't remember. I don't think we played. I played with any kids we just went by they'd already buried him or brought his remains back and it was a kind of a condolences thing that we went by to see the wife and that's all i can hardly remember about it is i remember uh going to a drive-in theater and watching a movie on ufos well <laughs> in arkansas with that but you know and that scared me to death that was a big thing about that same time ufos but uh Anyway, uh, back to the uh, career and war. It, uh, 
a lot's laying on the line. And, you know, it's economically laying on the line, world peace laying on the line. Uh, we've got to figure out some kind of way to bring this thing to a head. You would think that uh, 70 years almost of a war would about be enough. And you may say, well, we're not in a war now with them. But we're so close to it could swing either way. The pendulum could go either direction and cause a war overnight. Well, Jerry, I know you wore the uniform of our armed services and a reserve component for a long time and some active duty a long time ago. How much did y'all talk about Korea or train, know, train for Korea? That, that's a shame. We trained the same way because when you're getting ready for Vietnam, uh, you, you still had the same type of equipment. You, we even used some sea rations that had been used in the Korean War. You know, I remember uh, pork and brains and really? scrambled eggs and brains and those kind of things. There was in a, a box of 12 different type. Uh, I think they had 12 different type meals. But I actually liked that pork and brains thing. And I swapped my pork and brains. You did say pork and brains and not pork brains. and beans. Mental brains. <laughs> and, you know, like squirrel brains or cow brains or something. But uh, I could swap. I could usually get uh, two or three boxes of sea ration of, 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 of pork, of brains and, and scrambled eggs, which was, uh, I liked that. And I swap spaghetti or lasagna, or whatever the heck I might have in my in my sea rations. But uh, they were they were left over from that war. Also, our ammunition was left over. Also, training uh, in the early real early sixties, we were still using uh, some M ones. Uh, reserve component units was used. They used M ones up a long time. You know, weapons. It was best sniper weapon really ever made probably but then uh we went to m14s and they had m14s at the end of the korean war and that's why we went into vietnam before the m16 was developed you know it took mattel to come up with an m16 but uh you know you better keep your weapon with you and that all carried over it you know that period if you look at it it was really a short period of time world war ii ends in 45 uh Korean War starts in 50, 51. You're not talking about five years. Then Vietnam is in, you know, we got advisors, special forces advisors in Vietnam in 60, 61, 62, you know. So what you got a spread there of 15 years. So a lot hadn't changed in the U.S. Army. Now, we were getting better with our aircraft. And our Navy was trying to build back and, you know, but, and then they were putting stuff in mothballs again, like they're bad about doing. But I, I think where we were really ahead of the game and we should have went on because MacArthur, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he wanted to go ahead to, and go on and go through China and got relieved by Truman of his, uh, general, uh, commission. I believe they brought him home because he thought now is the time to do it. Looking back, hindsight's always really easy, but uh, that would he was right. That's when we needed to go on. 
Well, keep, keep in mind, of course, the sentiment also was that MacArthur was going to try to run for president. And oh, I know. That I know was a, political. He was a threat to the Democrats if if he indeed rose up and said, hey, we need to, to go on. And, and let's say he was successful, he would have been a threat politically. Well, then we brought in a, another general, Eisenhower, who was a uh, Republican. And uh, so that would have been very interesting as you bring that up. Uh, which general would have done each other in the end, right? Uh, would it have been Eisenhower or would it have been MacArthur? And because uh, they both, you know, really basically, you know, had the same background. So that would have been a very interesting campaign in 19, what was that, 1952? Uh, it would have been 52, the 52 election. Possibly it could have been 56 when they. Well, no, Eisenhower did two terms. And yeah, I'm just saying they, they could have faced off against each other in 56, depending oh, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if one of them not run in 52 yeah, or yeah. let's say. Truman Truman didn't run in 52. No, Truman only did one term and finished the term after Roosevelt died. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finished that term. And then I guess was it Dewey that uh, he thought it beat him? That and was in 40, whatever that yeah, was, 48. When the headlines all came out in the right. paper. Yeah. I believe he defeated so, Stevenson in 52. Uh, Atlas, that's right. Yeah, uh, Eisenhower, that is, beat him. Yeah. And then, of course, in long come uh, John Kennedy, and he used his World War II uh, career in a PT boat. And uh, it, it used to be, and I, I don't know what kind of military background LBJ had. I know he was my commander. He and, was in the uh, Navy in World War II. I don't know how active he was, but he was a, a naval yeah. officer. I didn't think much of his leadership when I was in, uh, in the, in the military during that time. And, uh, him and his general, uh, over there, they kind of played with the figures a little bit, but, you know, back to career, which is, you know, what we're talking about and what they're going to be talking about in Vietnam. And boy, isn't that, uh, ironic. <laughs> uh, yeah. You took the word out of my mouth. It, it, they would be having that in Vietnam. Thailand would have been more appropriate, I think. Well, but, well, Vietnam is a good example of a country that was an enemy of the United States that is no longer an enemy. In fact, works with and helps this country out in more than one way. And I guess the the general thinking of the president and others is, hey, let's try. Why, why doesn't Korea, yeah. North, North Korea, become the next Vietnam? And in, we've heard President Trump say in the last couple of days repeatedly, they have great real estate in North Korea, meaning they're sandwiched between Japan, South Korea, China, and Russia. They are kind of the nucleus of all those big countries. They're, they're, yeah, they're sitting strategically in a heck of a good place that we need. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that we've got – how many troops do we have in South Korea now? 60,000? I don't know if it's that much. I thought it was more like 30. 30 or 40 or whatever. That's the reason that we've got those troops, and they've been there for 70 years, is because, again, last time I flew to the Philippines, I landed in South Korea. Hmm. So, so I mean, it's, you know, it's in, it's in your route. Yeah. It's in your shipping lanes. It's in your flight lanes. And it's, it's, we've got to get this done for economic reasons, 
as well as world security reasons. And for the president, and, if indeed this ends up being a good thing with Chairman Kim and North Korea truly denuclearizes and or becomes more sane and not so scary, then that would be a big check in his column of success. And let's say the whole Russian thing ends up being nothing. That can also be another big positive momentum for him. I, I think we'll, we'll this week and what comes up next with the whole Mueller report will be kind of what will give us an idea of how 2020 is going to go. But right now, speaking of going, Jerry, we got to go. We can't thank well, you Well, I have a lot more, but I'll let you go, and we'll catch it up next week. Well, we'll have our <laughs> post-summit analysis on, on the Y'all Show. But, you know, Jerry, we could talk to you for hours upon hours, but unfortunately the FCC only gives us so much time each week. Well, we got to do something about that. Uh, <laughs> if President right. Trump can make peace with North Korea, then he can make more time for the Y'all Show. How does that sound? There you go. You need it. All right. Jerry, have a great we day talk. and good luck with those pond dams. Ooh, I think I'm out of the I think I'm out of the out of the hazard part right now. You, got my fingers. You right. might want to go siphon some water out of them dams right now. Well, this has been the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Thanks again to Jerry Short. We'll do this again on Tuesday. We've got another great show coming your way. You don't want to miss it. You've been listening to the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern accent. Thanks a lot. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.